Hello, and welcome to episode 23 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. Thanks for joining us this week. I am Sarah Varney. I'm Charlotte Manglass. And I'm Heather Corson. Hi, everyone. And we are your Disney Park Princesses. So thank you so much for joining us this week. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. We missed you last week, Sarah. Thank you. I know I missed you guys, but I listened to the podcast and great job. Thank oh, you. I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome home. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I got home and uh, it immediately started snowing. So welcome back to New England. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen in Charleston. I, mm, yeah. <laughs> I kind of like it better there in some ways. <laughs> so. But yeah, I had a great trip, but I missed you guys. And of course, I'm home for mm, a couple days and then I'm packing again because Charla. By the time people hear this, we will be in Walt Disney World. Yay! Yay. I'm still hoping we could convince Heather to jump on a plane, oh, but... No. Does anyone want to do a GoFundMe page for my airfare from <laughs> to Orlando? <laughs> then I'll go. <laughs> I wish I could uh, give you some of my uh, airline credit points, but I used them all for this trip. I'm flying down on one airline and I'm flying back in another one because that's exactly how many <laughs> frequent flyer miles I have. So, yeah, a little bit of JetBlue, a little bit of Southwest. Yep. That's how that works. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, well, well, you'll be with us in spirit. Yes. Well, I'm looking forward to all the pictures. I can't wait to hear about it, which I'm sure we'll talk about on next week's podcast. So everybody gets to hear about it with me. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's right. Because you're not going to hear about it at all before then. If I don't get text messages and pictures, I'm going to be very sad. <laughs> the million and two text messages that are going to be flying back and forth. I'll just yeah. be sitting here at my desk every day, lonely, with nobody to talk to, going, oh, where are you guys? What are you doing? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Sing us the very sad song about while you're getting ready for your trip to Italy. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I guess let's talk about, oh, and uh, thank you to everybody that wrote in with all of your pop culture suggestions and TV and books and movies and stuff for us to read. We're, 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 you know, we've all added to our must read list, must watch list. Um, and thanks so much for enjoying the, the pop culture. The, the, uh, by the way, if you don't know what I'm talking about, this is the Patreon extra um, that we did a couple of weeks ago. And it was really, really popular. And you guys really liked it. So um, I'm excited. Um, and for everybody that was asking about The Bachelor, I did see one episode of The Bachelorette while I was in Charleston because my mom watches. I didn't see the whole episode, but I did see parts of it. So I'm a little bit caught up. So... <laughs> And thank you for everyone for writing in with some suggestions and on what pictures you'd like to see and things like that. So uh, while we are down there, um, while you're listening to this, we will have some updates for you guys. So yes, yeah, we had a couple of people ask in, write in and ask specifically. So um, if you're hearing this on Wednesday, I think we're still there, right? We're not coming home yep. until Thursday. So yep. you could, you know, feel free to email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com with any last minute requests. Uh, and of course, if you're there and you see us, stop us and say hi. So, all right, let's talk about some of the news that happened this week. And some of which, which literally just happened in the minutes before we started recording this, um, because we are pre-recording this because we're going to be in Walt Disney World. So Charlotte, why don't you start us off with the big news from Epcot? Yeah, uh, this, it looks really cool. And we will have a photo of the artist rendering on our Facebook page um, soon, but by the time you hear this, 
And they are going to have a new entrance to Epcot as part of their big transformation with uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff and everything in the front. Um, sadly, that means um, Wonders of Life is going to be changing, but really they haven't used that in a long time except for the as a festival center so um but they, but it's going to uh, they're going to change the the new entrance so you're going to kind of come in a different way they're going to make pathways it looks like fingers crossed they're going to take away the uh, yep leave a legacy they're moving it to just outside the park's gateway which i think is fantastic personally because i don't like the way that that looks but um it's it's just it looks absolutely gorgeous because of the artist render uh, artists rendering um with flowers and all sorts of things that i bet they can customize for each festival in each season that they have too it does it looks really like a little park it's really pretty yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be really cool. Uh, all right. And then over at uh, Disneyland, Heather, your neck of the woods, some exciting information there too. There is some exciting information. So for the very first time ever, uh, Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa received a star award. They are now on the star rating list from Forbes Travel. And this is the first time that they've ever gotten it. And they are the only hotel in Anaheim that is star rated. So that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, very exciting. Of course, we love the Grand Californian. So we do. And then, see, there's one more reason to go and stay at a Disneyland Resort hotel, like we talked about last week. There you go. Like, <laughs> nice, nice tie into episode 22. Well done. <laughs> so fancy. So fancy. Look at you, professional podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. And then last but not least, over at Walt Disney World, they announced a major, their word, not mine, new 270-acre solar facility now that is now online and it is providing clean energy to Walt Disney World. And this has been a big focus um, of the Disney Parks and Resorts over the past few years is moving to a sort of greener, cleaner energy. Um, so this is exciting. Um, I don't know if this is the solar energy field that they've had for a little while that's like the giant sort of Mickey shape if you look yeah. at it from you know an aerial view um, or if this is a new one but they had a goal to reduce their emissions by 50 percent um, by 2020 as opposed to 2012 so in eight years they wanted to reduce their emissions by 50 percent this is a really big milestone um, towards that so very cool. you know what they should do to reduce their emissions take out those speedway cars <laughs> yeah or can we them update them to electrical electric? or something well, i i think that might actually be happening because keep in mind tomorrowland speedway is is down as part of the construction for the tron coaster yeah and i've heard rumors that that might actually be one of the things that is is happening um, that would be fantastic i don't the reason i don't like the speedway is because of the smell over there <laughs> because of the gasoline so we'll see Oh, isn't that funny i never i literally never noticed that and you would think i would as much time as i've spent yeah. on that speedway with ryan <laughs> <laughs> my kid is you're, you're immune to it now that's why I, yeah i think that's i've gone I, what do they call it nose blind i think i've gone nose yeah. blind yeah. over the years yeah. yeah anyway all right so this week we are talking about getting to and from walt disney world and the variety of methods <laughs> available to you um <laughs> the ones we love the ones we don't love um and what we would do if we had the money to every single time <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Um, should we start with Magical Express? 
yeah. as our baseline. Okay. Um, oh, oh, Heather, you're right. We forgot the no drinks in Disneyland. I'm sorry. We completely forgot. We're, we're, we're backtracking. We're backtracking. Rewind. Just for a second. Yep. Just for a second. This is big news out here. <laughs> That's right. All right. Pretend none of that ever happened. Heather, go. Okay. So it was yesterday, I believe, that they announced that uh, officially a word from Disney has come down that when Galaxy's Edge opens out here this summer, there will be no drinks allowed outside of Oga's Cantina, which means, which I know a lot of purists were really worried about, there is not going to be a walking liquor license in Disneyland. You will not be drinking in Disneyland anywhere except for Oga's Cantina. So if you are going to enjoy an adult beverage, you have to finish it whilst inside the bar. And then when you leave, you cannot bring it with you. So, all right. I know, I know, a lot of pe- I know people were really, you know, cause Disneyland is still. It's with- Walt's park and right. he doesn't, he doesn't want you drinking there. That's what California adventure is for. So I know a lot of people were worried <laughs> about that. <laughs> However, I, I, per- you know how crowded Disneyland is. Sometimes a glass of wine might help, but whatever. Um, so there, everybody can rest easy. There will be no alcohol in Disneyland other than the cantina. Other than inside the cantina. Okay. All right. Good to know. Okay. Now we can move on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we're back. All right. So let's start with Magical Express. Who wants to give just sort of an overview to somebody who, you know, just in case there's somebody who's listening who is new to the podcast or is, you know, has not been to Walt Disney World yet. Magical Express. Okay, I, I love the Magical Express. Yeah. So you, okay, the Magical Express is a free, aka no cost to you, no additional cost because you know you're paying for it <laughs> either um, either way, but um, it does not cost you extra. And it is a bus service that will take you from MCO airport only. You cannot fly into Sanford or any other of the local airports. Um, so from MCO airport, to a Walt Disney World Resort Hotel. This does not include any of the Disney Springs hotels or the, or the Swan and Dolphin, only um, a Disney-owned and operated hotel. Um, so it will pick you up at the airport and it will take you to your hotel. You may have to stop at a couple of other hotels first, um, but you may not, depending on where you're staying. And another really cool thing about the Magical Express is they will pick up your checked bags. If you arrive before 10 p.m., they will pick up your checked bags and take them to to your room. So you don't have to wait in um, the line at the baggage carousel or anything like that. You, you certainly can, but you do not have to, and they will pick it up for you. And then they will also pick you up at your resort hotel on the way back to the airport, um, three to four hours before your flight, depending on uh, it has been four hours for a while because of the construction going on and stuff like that at MCO. Yeah, it's back but, to three right now. Yeah, but but, but a lot of times it's back. Yeah, so three to four hours before. Um, the downside is you have to go back to your resort. They will not pick you up at a theme park, but um, you can use their um, luggage uh, pickup there too. They will pick it. Uh, you can use the what's it called the online resort check in if you want to, for your luggage or store it at Bell Services and take it on the bus with you. So that's it in a nutshell. It's cute. It's cute. You get a little video. It's a lot of fun. And let's not underestimate how fantastic it is to not sit at baggage claim. 
Yeah. Like they do that for you. You can just go and start your vacation because especially, I don't know if you have any of you have ever been caught in Orlando when there's a thunderstorm, they don't take the bags off the plane in a thunderstorm. So you have to sit then and wait for your bags to come off the plane until the storm is gone. That's infuriating to me. I like to keep moving. So I love that. I don't have to stop and get my bags. Man, love that's great. Love that. Pros of Magical Express are it's free. We like free <laughs> um, luggage delivery, which is fantastic. So get off the plane, go directly to the Magical Express counter. Do not pass go. Do not collect your luggage. Um, and you get it's, – it's a, it's a very Disney experience from beginning to end, right? Because you're being greeted by cast members. Um, you get the little video both on the bus to and from, although on the way home we call it the Tragical Express because you're sad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what other pros to Magical Express? Um, it is, it's a they, good way to get there without a car seat. If you mm -hmm. need, if you are, have a small child that needs a car seat or a booster seat, you are not required actually, and you're not allowed to use a car seat on the Magical Express. So you don't have to worry about that. And, and on the way home that you can, they will do luggage check-in for you with your airline so you basically just drop your bags with the magical express at your disney resort so that's actually a completely separate thing though online a resort airline check-in is not connected to magical express you can use resort airline check-in even if you don't use magical express oh i didn't know that because back in the day didn't you have to use magical express for it no nope there it's two completely separate things okay well then edit that out never mind <laughs> <laughs> no editing the um but no the the on resort online check-in though that is something to to consider doing however you do need to know that it only runs until like noon or one o'clock depending yeah. on the resort so Starts you at do, about 5 a.m i think and goes to you know noon or one o'clock depending on the resort so you have to be there with your luggage in time to use that or again you could just use bell services um, to store it for all day until you're ready to get on the magical express and go so yeah Yep, and, and don't forget to bring um, some cash to tip the uh, resort check-in. They're like the sky cabs outside, um, not the Magical Express drivers, although I do believe you are allowed to, to tip them. But the uh, the sky cabs outside or the bell services bring a couple of dollars for that. Yeah. All right. So cons of Magical Express. And by the way, for the record, I lean more on the con side. <laughs> well, sometimes it takes forever. It yeah. takes. If you, because if you've never used it before, they can stop at three or four different resorts in one route just to make it efficient for them. So sometimes if you're the last hotel that's being dropped off, you can be on that bus for an hour and a half, two hours. Sometimes when you get on the bus, you have to sit at the airport and wait for 30 or 45 minutes for the bus to fill up before they'll even go. Though Every I have found time. <laughs> see, it, that used to be every time for me. I found recently they seem to be a little bit better. Like I don't wait more than 10 minutes. And even if the bus isn't full, they'll go on their way. I bet they got some complaints about that. Yeah. yeah. I am a, I am a, I, I am a DME curse. I'm a Disney's Magical Express curse. <laughs> if I am on your bus, I am so, so, so sorry because that bus is not leaving anytime soon. And you will absolutely be the last stop if you're staying at my resort. <laughs> <laughs> every time. But um, and also a kind of a con, it can, while they will pick up your luggage before 10 p.m., um, if you, it, it does take a couple of hours for the luggage mm -hmm. to arrive. So, like, for example, Sarah, when you come in on Monday, 
and I you am would, not checking you know, a bag. <laughs> well, yeah, that works too. But but you know, you're arriving at like what eight p eight p.m. Seven, seven o'clock. Yeah, seven. So it's going to take a few hours for your luggage to get there if you were to check it. So I would say skip those yellow luggage tags and yep. pick it up yourself because. Yeah. You know, if now if you're getting there like in the morning, like I am, I'm I'm arriving at good grief, eight thirty in the morning. So I will <laughs> I will pack basically for the day. I will pack everything in my checked bag, and this is why I'm checking it because I will pack everything in my checked bag, and then they'll just put it in our room, and it'll just arrive some point during the day while I'm out at the park. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't have to worry about any of that. So depending on what time you come, you may want to seriously consider picking the luggage up yourself. Um, and also take any, um, any and all medications you need or anything, maybe a bathing suit. If you think you or the kids will want to go swimming before your luggage arrives, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, also important to keep in any carry on luggage, um, any, you know, pajamas, like if you're arriving later in the day, like Charla said, it can take, you know, it could be 10 o'clock at night before you're back or later. Um, before your bags arrive. So if your kids have any stuffies or anything that they need, you know, absolutely have to have with them in order to go to sleep, make sure those are in your carry-on bags and not in your checked luggage. Right. And let's talk about um, checked luggage for just a second because um, Disney will send you these lovely yellow luggage tags when you sign up for Magical Express. Um, it's, It's a yellow tag that you put on your bag before you leave, before you give it to the airport at the, at your home airport. And that just kind of signifies to them, Hey, here's a, here's a magical express thing. And they will pull it off before it gets to the belt. However, if for some reason it gets lost in the mail or you forget to do it until the last minute and you do not get that yellow luggage tag, that's okay. It happens so much that Disney has official wording on what to do. You can still use the luggage uh, check-in. You don't need anything else. All you have to do is go down to the Magical Express little counter and say, hey, we didn't get our yellow luggage tags, but we want you to pick up our bags. You'll describe the bag. If you want to take a photo of it before you go, that's even better than they they can see it. And you will give them your baggage claim tag and all good. They will pick mm-hmm. it up for you and still deliver it as long as it's before 10 p.m. Yeah. So do not freak out that you didn't get that tag. It's totally fine. I mean, I promise you, it happens all the yeah. time. We get that email all the time. Yeah. Why do my tags? not panic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it really, it happens so much that it's not like my, that my wording that I've written down for people, Disney has official uh, for yeah. that they will send it to yeah. you. They literally have a brochure. What to yeah. do if you didn't get your tags, which should yeah. tell you how often it happens. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's even in the email when, when you sign up for it, um, you can, so we should talk about how to sign up for it too, but it's even in the email <laughs> that I get re- confirming that somebody signed up. Here's what happens if you don't get your tags. So yeah. it's there. It happens all the time. Yeah. Um, so how to sign up. Um, you can several ways you can go to, if you book directly with Disney, you can do it when you make your booking and add your flight info later. You can have your, just send your info to your travel agent. If you have somebody to book it for you, you you can go travel agent, right? Yes. Yes. You can go to Disney magical express, no S on Disney, Disney magical express.com and input your information there. Um, or, I mean, you can call them, but they 
they kind of prefer you don't if you if you call the Magical Express phone number. I had to call <laughs> them this morning. I had to call them this morning for a last minute thing, and um, the kind of the wording that they had on their on their little spiel was, you know, contact your booking agent. So. Yeah. Anyway, but you can you can call them if you want to, or or if it is a day of kind of thing, you can absolutely call them. So, all right. So other con for me is the three hour prior pickup time. Mm, yeah, especially if you have a morning flight. Yeah, um, you know, in general, especially for somebody if you have pre-check, like I, you know, I have TSA pre-check, um, so security for me tends to be pretty quick. Um, I typically don't feel the need to arrive at the airport quite as early as Magical Express would have you arrive. And also, just like on the arrival, in reverse, you stop at other resorts. So you do spend a fair amount of time, you know, depending on which order your resort is picked up at, on the bus on the way there. And if you have a morning flight, you know, if you have an 8 a.m. flight home, ooh, that's an early, that's an early call time. <laughs> so, you know. And especially at times when they're doing four hours prior, you really can be at that airport um, pretty early. Now, for typical security, that's not always such a bad thing because security at Orlando, it, it the lines do it's get bad. long. No question. <laughs> it's, the lines get very long. Um, but if you have pre-check or global entry or something like that, um, it may not be entirely necessary to arrive as early as they have you arriving. Also, you should just have pre-check because flying into Orlando mm-hmm. or going home from Orlando, those are the worst security lines ever. Just get pre-check. Don't just do that to it. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do another podcast all about global entry and pre-check, I think, because it, it's so important and so helpful and so few people, I think, really understand um, how easy it is to get, actually. So maybe that's a good podcast topic. <laughs> Unless you're Heather, and then it takes forever because I just have bad luck with pre-check and global entry, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that should be a good podcast because then I have a really fun story for our Patreon extras of what oh, I would go <laughs> to get my, my global entry. <laughs> there we go. All right. So next sort of, I would say most common option. Like, so, okay. You don't want to use Magical Express. What's the alternative? Um, I think probably the, 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 most common option that occurs to people is a rental car, right? Right. Yes. And right. it used to be a really, I, it's something that I only used to do. I gave up on the Magical Express and only rented a car. Um, I've kind of backtracked on it, but um, I think it is the most practical option after the Magical Express. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, of course, so if you're flying into Orlando Airport, this also comes into play if, for whatever reason, you're flying into Sanford or one of the other local airports, and Magical Express maybe isn't an option for you if you or can't if fly into staying, Orlando International. Yeah, if you're staying off-site or off-site or dolphin. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you, you know, rent, you know, renting a car, um, you know, may become an option for you or may be your only option. Um, the biggest thing for me to consider is that Walt Disney World now, of course. Um, charges for parking at their theme parks and or their resorts. So you would have to tack on whatever the fee is for your rental car. You now also have to, if you're staying at an offsite resort and you're planning on driving to the parks, what is the parking fee at the parks? Or if you're staying at a Walt Disney World resort, what is the parking, the nightly parking fee at the resort that you're staying at? And it can range from 13 to $26 per night, depending on whether you're staying at a value moderate or deluxe property. Right. And something also to keep in mind that rental cars in Orlando are the most expensive anywhere in the country. So just is that true? Know, that is one hundred percent true. Yes. Really? 
Mm -hmm. That's more expensive than Hawaii, more expensive than LA. It's just because they know everybody goes on vacation. So let's jack up the prices. Interesting. Okay. So just something to keep in mind for your budget. Oh. Mm. Yeah. And also almost every, um, almost every hotel in Orlando does charge parking at this point. So it's not just Disney. Um, it's also universal. It's also, you know, a lot of offsite hotels charge for parking. So, um, it is just an additional fee kind of no matter where you go. <laughs> yeah, I think Disney yeah. was actually one of the last ones they were, that started charging. Yeah, they were charging. one of the last holdouts, really. Yeah. Um, it doesn't make it feel better, but they were one of the last ones. I know. And I still, right. ooh, I still have feelings. I have a lot I know, of feelings. I'm still angry about it, but whatever. <laughs> uh, I just have to say, because people like to hear us rant, and I, this is a good rant. I, I just need to rant for the par- about the parking fees for a minute. I do not understand why a parking fee at Pop Century costs less than a, 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 a parking spot costs less at Pop Century than it does Grand. It is the exact same six by eight or whatever square feet. It's not covered at the Grand Floridian. It's not. It's the exact same little space of pavement that you get from what. And it's further away at the Grand Floridian. You have to cross a street. Okay. (laughs) The street. But beyond that, here's my problem with their parking fees is why are you, you, Hotels charge for parking when space is at a premium, right? They don't have a lot of parking area. Disney World has a billion and one parking spaces. Mm -hmm. They're not running out of parking, and they're not trying to discourage you from parking there. So I don't understand why we have to charge in the first place, but whatever. Yeah, and you're not building new parking. You're not suddenly charging for it because you're you need to build new parking lots that is not the case this is just a money grab that's all this is yeah but you know we love you disney it's great (laughs) we're mad we're mad um all right so that's the rental car situation um and of course there's a million rental car providers there are on airport locations there are off airport locations there are there is the car care center at walt disney world so walt disney world has a national uh, is the brand Car Care Center right on site. It's located not far from the Polynesian. Um, it's sort of in between sort of the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian in this greater scheme of things. So you can do a one-way rental if you wanted to. Uh, and the Car Care Center, will they will pick you up at your hotel or drop you off at your hotel if you did want to do sort of a one-way rental with pickup or drop-off at that location. So Yeah, it, one-way rentals do cost more typically, but it's a good – it's a good spot to have a car rental. And if you're going to like, you know, take a day, go to the beach or something like that, then you don't have to rent a car for the whole trip. For the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's nice. Okay. Yeah. Anything else on rental cars? I don't think so. Tra- oh, we should just talk about though. If you are going to be driving yourselves, traffic in Orlando is no joke. Like. <laughs> I have a very interesting perspective on traffic in Orlando because I lived there and now I live here in well. Los Angeles. <laughs> So anybody who lives out in LA like I do, don't listen to them. The yeah. traffic's not that bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you're coming from LA or Atlanta, <laughs> but I, that, though, if you're coming from, you know, the rest of the country. <laughs> so as somebody who did live in Orlando or Lake Buena Vista, I lived in Celebration, Florida. Um, the traffic is interesting there in that, yes, it does get very bad, but it is not bad at the times you would think. So rush hour in Orlando is not, you know, 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. when people are going to work. It's more between 10 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. when most people are going to the theme parks. So if you can get on the road earlier than 10 a.m., you'll be fine. So that's just something to think about. Yeah. 
Um, but there's also a lot of construction going on down there right now. Always. Um, and so the highways are, yeah, always. everything's always under construction. So like Heather said, the traffic is at weird times. Um, you just kind of never know. So something to consider so when you're renting a car. Vacation, do not be these people. People go on vacation and forget how to drive. They forget what the road rules are. <laughs> Don't be those people. They're still the same as they are at home where you live. That's all. <laughs> uh, all right. So then the next option is a town car or limousine, if you will. Yes. Guess, guess which option we like. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want to be driven around like you're a VIP? I mean, come on. You don't have to worry about it. Let somebody else do the driving. You don't have to wait on anybody else. They just pick you up and you go. It's, it's fantastic. And then there's bottles of water waiting for you too, which is nice. Yeah, I would agree. It's it's my personal favorite. And, you know, I don't do it every time I travel, but I do do it pretty frequently, actually, um, because it's actually not as expensive as you might think. And especially when you're comparing it with a rental car cost, um, you know, and there are tons of options. There are tons of companies. So it's, you know, a little bit of shopping around can get you the best deal. Um, there are lots of services and, you know, there's a few that we like, but we're not going to mention anybody by name because hashtag not sponsored. Um, <laughs> but if you'd like to change that, you can reach us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com. Um, so, um, but yeah, I do, I do like town car service. Um, I don't know. Charlotte, you use town cars on occasion too, right? Um, yeah, I have. I've never actually done it at uh, Orlando. I've done it more at um, LA, <laughs> but um, instead of those options, getting to Disneyland. Mm -hmm. But um, I I do book them for people, and pretty much everybody who who does it loves it. Yeah. And it's not off. I mean, we still have like four days before we leave, so it's not out of the question that I'll just <laughs> go and book one. Could happen. Uh, yeah, typically for. <laughs> Uh, also, it's a really good option for getting, you know, to and from the port if you're going to cruise out of Canaveral. So that's yes. mainly what people do. But that being said, you know, the it's a really amazing idea. Um, but when it's just me, I'll typically do Magical Express. But when I'm going with my family and we fly, man, it's it's tempting because if you think about the the cost versus how much time you're spending for Magical Express and things like that, you know, you might yeah. as well get a, get yeah. a tower. And that's, that's my big thing is I, I've said this before on the podcast, I'm sure I'll say it again about a million times. I, time is a luxury. You know, when we talk about luxury items and, you know, for me, time is always my biggest priority. Everybody has that thing, right? That thing that they, yeah. they find it worth to throw money at. Um, and mine is almost always going to be time. If there's something that will save me time or more importantly, give me more free time to spend doing something else, something I want to be doing, that's always the thing I'm going to throw money at, right? So that's what using a town car buys me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, is the time to not spend waiting on Magical Express, the time to not spend waiting on other people um, so that I can be doing something else that I'd rather be doing. Yeah, for sure. All right. What's next? Minivans. Minivans. Yes. And this is a new option, right? Minivans to the airport. This is not something that um, was always available. It's just become available. Honestly, in the last, last month or two. Like yeah, very recently. Months, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, not, none of us have done this yet for no. um, getting to and from the airport. We've taken the minivans just around the property, but have not done it to and from the airport. Um, I will say that the biggest con of this to me, besides the price, is the fact that they are a Disney service, yet they will not pick up your luggage like the Magical Express will. Yeah, and you know, we forgot to mention this during the Magical Express discussion, but we should mention it. A, a, a common question is, well, can I can I have my luggage delivered but use another service? Like I get this a lot from right. clients who say, can I just send my luggage on Magical Express and then I'm just going to take an Uber or a rental car or a town car, fill in the blank, but I don't want to wait for my bags. Eat. No, sorry, thank yeah. you for playing. No, yeah. they will I mean, not I deliver have, your luggage. Yeah, you I have heard. Have heard of people who will who who say that no, it works every time. It I they will you call them and ask them they are going to tell you no. I would say it may have worked as a glitch, um, you know that they just don't catch it somehow. But I doubt that's going to be the case for ninety five percent of the time at least. Don't risk it. Don't risk your luggage not being delivered because you didn't check in at the Magical Express. Yeah, don't don't do it. The official story is that your bags are not loaded onto the truck that delivers them to the resort until you have scanned your voucher to board the bus. Right. That's the official story. Whether or not that is how it works in actual practice, we don't know. We're not behind the scenes. But the official word, and we're always going to tell you what the official word is because doing anything else, your mileage may vary. (laughs) You know, And we don't want to get the emails. And we don't want you going to Disney and saying, well, the Disney Park Princesses said... If I do this, then it's fine. No, we're not playing that game. No. The official word is, no, you cannot do it. So don't try. Sorry. (laughs) Um, So you're right, Charlotte. I think that it would be nice if they allowed people using minivan service um, to use the luggage delivery service. Like that, that would be a big, that would be a big perk to me and would go a long way towards making the, let's be clear, kind of astronomical cost a little more worth it. Yeah. And I mean, I have a feeling that your, your driver that will meet you at the airport will help you out and they'll, they'll, they'll help, you know, do a good town car type um, service for you and pick up your luggage so you don't have to haul it and, or get a cart and all of that stuff. But the fact that I have to go pick it up when I'm using a Disney service, I don't like it. I mean, I mm-hmm. understand it for, you know, if I'm using a, my own car or an Uber or a, um, a town car, but <laughs> For a Disney service, I don't get it. Yeah. Because how much is it? I'm trying to remember. It's like, what? $150 each way, right? Yeah. 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 So 300 round trip. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot more than a town car. Yeah. For real. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, in terms of like the Disney experience, like how cute do you feel when your polka dot minivan rolls up at the airport to pick you up? Yeah. (laughs) Oh no. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. That's pretty fantastic. But $300 round trip, you don't know if the polka dots are worth it. (laughs) I think for about half that price, I'm going to be perfectly happy with my sleek looking luxury town car. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I'm all set. Okay. Uh, And then last but not least is ride sharing, right? So Uber, Lyft, fill in the blank. I'm sure there's some town I'm not listening to. Okay, so no, you say no. Why? I don't like Uber or Lyft. And anybody who knows me that is listening right now is probably laughing hysterically into their headphones yeah. because I I'm not I will get on my soapbox and talk about this for an hour. I have a rant and I just I'm not a fan of them. Give me a cab any day. 
no, just no, I don't like them. <laughs> I don't have the apps on my phone. I don't get literally the only time I get into an Uber is if Justin drags me into one. I just no, no, thank you. All right. So, but everybody else can talk about it. I'm mentally <laughs> adding that to the list of things not to mention to Heather, unless you really want to start her throw a hissy fit. It's a long <laughs> list, by the way, people. There's pieces on it. Um, <laughs> also, on occasion, just so we're all just clear, I I do occasionally deliberately <laughs> just for fun, <laughs> just, just, just to watch her spin. Um, so, okay. So, okay. Got it. Brunch check. Uh, uh cheesecake factory check. Okay. And oh, Uber going on the list. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, Charlotte, you and I use Uber or Lyft all the time. Yeah. I use, I, I typically go toward Lyft. Um, because they're I just kind of like their practices better. But most of the drivers that drive for one drive for the other. So um, you're going to get a very similar experience either way. Uh, there was a time that Uber or Lyft or any other rideshare was not allowed at MCO Airport, mm -hmm. but I believe that has changed, and you can you can now use it there. Um, I think you could have always used it there, <laughs> to be I honest. I think what it was is you could um, use it from the hotel. Like, you could do the pickup yeah. from the Hyatt at MCO, but yeah. you could not do it from the arrivals, right. you know, level. Right. And that may still be the case legally, although I have seen. I've <laughs> seen it plenty of times, yeah. But you could, yeah, you can use it. You can 100% use it for drop-off at the yeah. airport. Um, and that had, just has to do with sort of the legalities of like the livery uh, licenses and tech, you know, the sort of the debate between um, people who have, you know, paid quite a lot of money and done a lot of training to obtain a taxi or a livery license in the Orlando area. And this this happens in a lot of cities, actually. Um, Uber or Lyft sort of comes in and the people that have, you know, rightly so, <laughs> you know, worked very hard to obtain a taxi or livery license. Um you know, their livelihood is suddenly being threatened. And I get all of that. And so we're not advocating one way or the other <laughs> in terms of that. Um, but it is an option. And so we should mention it. Yeah, I think um, I think the pros for a taxi would be um, that, you know, you'd, I think you do get a little bit more professional service in most cases um, instead of, you know, a ride share. But I've never I've really never had a bad experience with a driver on one of those things, more of a bad experience with just figuring out how to get picked up because <laughs> a lot of times at airports they don't have a a specific um spot a designated spot. Yeah, yeah and you have to you have to figure that out some airports are making it a little bit easier now mm -hmm. but it's so it i mean it really is so much easier just to go outside and hail a cab and, ha and, and hail a cab yeah yeah it's it's pretty easy in, in most spots um at at the hotels if you, when you want to go back to the airport the uh, people, the parking people, the valets—they will—they will hail you a cab. There, there are cabs everywhere for yep. going back to the airport. So. Yeah, especially all Disney World resorts, especially in particular, I find at the deluxe resorts, there's typically cabs literally just waiting in the parking lot, um, mm -hmm. and you know the bell attendant sort of whistles or calls, and they drive right up, and they're just right there waiting for you, um, exactly. as opposed to an Uber or a Lyft where you would have to wait for that car to arrive. Um, and in terms of pricing, one thing that's really important to know, and a lot of people don't realize, this is how far away Walt Disney World actually is from the Orlando International Airport. Um, it's a, about a half hour-ish, depending on traffic, of a drive. Could be a little bit less, could be a little bit more. Just depends on the route that they take. Um, so when you're talking about, you know, a taxi, 
with a meter, um, you may not know exactly how much it's going to cost as opposed to with an Uber or a Lyft. Um, it, they can tell you, you know, you're agreeing yeah. to a fare ahead of time. Um, so, you know, neither one is right or wrong. It's just the way it works. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, and in the Patreon extra, I think we're going to be talking about like what our personal preferences and maybe in the Patreon extra, we'll talk about actually what companies we like, you know, so sounds good. We'll That's share a good idea. Save that for our for our for our supporters and our subscribers, because um, you know we're we're not just giving away these recommendations for free, people. You know, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, did I miss anything? Don't think so. I don't think so. Whew, there's actually it's it's actually nice that there are that many options for how to get to and from someplace. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a real luxury um, and definitely, you know, a testament to how many vacationers come in and out of the Orlando International Airport every single day. And I know that it sort of changes a little bit every year, but I believe for 2018, Orlando was the busiest airport in terms of traffic uh, in all of the United States. Everybody wants to go to Disney. Oh my gosh. Thank goodness. Or we wouldn't have jobs. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) All right. So that does it for that topic this week. Again, Patreon extra for those of you who are supporting us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate you. Um, Thank you so much for all of your support. Uh, We're going to be talking about our personal favorites. We will talk about the companies that we recommend. Um, And then next week, we're going to be talking about Charla's and my trip to Walt Disney World and what we got to do and, you know, new things and updates on the construction and all that kind of stuff. Uh, And then, of course, Please follow us on, oh, a little bit of luxury. Did we want to talk a little bit of luxury? Minivans, I think. Yeah, that's right. We talked about, yeah. Yeah, the minivans, I think, um, I love a minivan. And I think I may have said this before. My husband and my son are completely addicted to minivans. Like, they don't even want to get on the regular resort transportation at this point, like just to get to the parks, especially to get from the parks. Like at the end of the day, we went to the you know Animal Kingdom on our last trip, and it was like I don't know two o'clock in the afternoon or something like that, like no crazy time or whatever. But there literally, there literally was not a bus waiting for us to get back to the hotel, and they made me they made me call a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> They're so spoiled, I can't even stand it. Um, so. Minivans are definitely a little bit of luxury, I would say. Um, all right. So you can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Pinterest. And uh, if you'd like to help support us, you can support us on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. Another way that you can really help support us if you would like to and um, you know are not interested in contributing to Patreon, which we completely understand, this podcast is free and will remain free, uh, but you can rate and review on iTunes. So if you can please, you know, of course, we hope that you give us five stars, but every rate and review helps, helps get the word out, helps us show up on searches faster, um, and helps us just promote and share and get our podcast out to as many people as possible. So thanks, ladies. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Talk to you next week.